and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. What? People are listening to the episodes now. We all got called from our good friend last night. Noah Witt called all three of us. He said we all answered. <laughs> to Wait, yell at us about... This is the cold open is us <laughs> talking about our, our friend? Yes. No. Yes. No. I want to lay it out hey, there. specific? No. <laughs> okay, fine. Our friend. First name, Noah. Last name, boop. Yeah. <laughs> Social security number. Okay, what do you boop, want boop, to say boop, about boop, that? Boop, 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 boop. What was bad? Him. He was bad. Naughty boy. This guy's just taking a drink on Mike. <laughs> We're just getting it all out. We're not starting these. He's getting bro. it out. We're not starting. Because we don't have a My throat hurts. I was in the ceiling for two hours, Marty. God oh, damn it. Doing in what? an old building, he was probably breathing in asbestos. Mm. Ah, cold open. <laughs> we can talk about... Okay, here's what we can talk okay, about. Okay, bring it up. The, the episodes are out now. This is the first episode we've recorded since the podcast has officially hit our Facebook feed. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, we're gonna... Do it. Let's go. By this point, we're gonna have... Okay, uh, let's start talking about it. Ready? No. <laughs> Ready? I'm saying... Go. Okay. No. <laughs> Ready? Go. Dude, don't we do this? And... No, no, let's start. Welcome. Kelly... We no, do the cold open. Cold open, and then and we introduce you're going to start the cold open, right? Now. Now. Okay, okay. start talking. <laughs> Marty, go. Go. Marty, Marty start. Okay, go. Okay, start. guys. Guys. Marty, you have 15 seconds. By go. this time, we'll have an official Facebook page, probably, and a Twitter page, and it'll be out there in the whole wide world, and everyone will get to listen. Isn't that great? <laughs> Not just our friends. I'm like mad. You're commenting. You're mad. I'm upset. The vault is open. My Walt Disney vault. Yeah, that's Walt's true. Walt's vault. We, when are we going to do vault. Song of the South, you I would thought that yeah. this was a very intimate like thing that we were doing, and then when we all die, that's when this would be released into the wild. Mm, a time capsule. A, yeah. time, a friendship time capsule. Yeah. Of us trying to hang out more socially yeah. <laughs> by working together more. Mm. By... You know what our relationship needed? <laughs> more, Stress. More rules. Yeah, more rules and uh, tasks, I think. You know I just what? needed something to literally pound into the schedule. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely don't I definitely have too much time on my hands right now. I think oh, we all me. do. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> Wait, were you being sarcastic before? Yeah, he was. No. Uh-huh. Welcome to Spoof Scoops and Novelty Songs. A podcast about dumb shit. I am your host, Marty. I am your host, Scotty. I am your host, Kelly. This week we are reviewing Phantom of the Paradise. Q trailer. <laughs> <laughs> A 1974 Brian De Palma picture that is a sort of a rock opera version of Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Big surprise. It's like a parody. It's like a camp movie. It's like a musical... It's like a horror... Is it a parody? Yeah, of Phantom of the Opera. But it's... We're just jumping We're jumping into it. Oh, did you want to talk yeah, about did, Yeah, what did you... Did you want to read the Wikipedia page? <laughs> okay, okay, hold on, let me pull yeah. it up. Uh, Paul Williams, sir. Sir, I, I didn't realize by saying that Phantom of the Paradise is a parody of Phantom of the Opera was I jumping ahead and... You're... We'll get there, okay? We'll get there. Let the, the audience get come to that conclusion on their own. Yeah. Let them add two plus two and they'll love you forever, baby. Wait, are we reviewing a spoof this week? Hold on. Is this a spoof movie? Yes. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Kelly is shocked. Kelly, 
Uh, I'm representing the viewer right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kelly's mm -hmm. spitting his water out onto the wall. Yeah, he's spitting it out. Spitting. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a parody of Phantom of the Opera. I would say it's just doing Phantom of the Opera. And it's not much of a parody. It just is Phantom of the Opera. And I say this saying it's probably the best movie we're going to watch for the show. Because this movie was fucking awesome. But mm. I don't know how much of a parody it is. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Welcome to the audience. I can't even fight with you. <laughs> That's fine. Let's just talk about the movie. Let's talk about the movie. Well, I just... Uh, what are the rules? <laughs> it's not a parody. It's just doing it. You know what was really doing Phantom of the Opera? It was Phantom, Phantom of the Opera. Of the Opera? Yeah. Uh, here, here's my thing. Uh, I think this is a good, a solid spoof movie of like the music industry, right? Like it is doing a lot of like making fun of a lot of the bands and sort of like eras of music at the time. Uh, and using Paul Williams as the kind of conduit of that is smart because he is like this guy who wrote for a ton of different bands in different genres. And in that aspect of it, I think it does make fun of that stuff well. It's very, like, silly, comical. The What is it? The Juicy Fruits is the main band that mm -hmm. keep coming back as different genres. Yeah, they roast the Beach Boys. They For sure. They roast, um, like, Meatloaf or whatever. Yep. Uh, well, but it also it's making fun of Phantom of the Opera um, because it's over the top. Bruh. I suppose so, yes. Oh, it's over the top, bruh. bruh. <laughs> yeah, it, it could, I would say... The to your point, because they had to condense it into like an hour and fifty minute movie, so they just the first thirty minutes of this movie are fucking insane because the plot is just like, it, oh, it's it's, go, it's, more, it, it's bananas. It's almost more with. like a montage. Yes, like, yeah. no, he literally goes so to jail and breaks out in like minutes. a minute span yeah, of time. Yeah. It's incredible. I loved this movie so much. Yeah, it goes at a clip for being like a seventies movie. It's it's. it's it yeah. does not hold. It does not wait. It does not spend any time establishing anything. You are just thrown into it super hard. Yeah. Uh, for that, it's great. And also, I do think they 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 do like parody like uh, German expressionism style stuff. There's like very yeah, specifically the opera, famous German expressionist. Cabinet of Doctor Caligari was what I was gonna say because because there is like a very specific uh, when they open the paradise, the, the the big theater that our villain is opening in the film. Uh, there's like a bunch of the set behind the band is like referencing Cabinet of Dr. Caligari mm -hmm. specifically. Should we say the plot really quick just in case? For sure, because we just it. launched into yeah, it. Yeah, okay. You're, okay, you know what? That's okay, what, that's I'll what say I'm the saying. plot. It's a parody of Phantom of the No, it's about a guy, uh, his name is Michael Winslow. No, it's. No, 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 no. Winslow Leach. Is, uh, is, um... Oh, wait, he's here. <laughs> Michael Hold Winslow. Up. Michael Winslow, can we sit you down for an interview? Boing! Okay. Oh, he's leaving. He sprang away. Uh, okay. It's a, he's a, a songwriter. Um, his character is sort of, uh, at least musically, parodying Warren Zevon. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know, actually. Well, you're the expert. No. Uh, so, um... So <laughs> Uh, and he, there's another character, Swan, who is sort of, uh, like a... He's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. He's, he's like an antagonist. A, a Phil Spector, like, devil character who is, like, trying to open this 
giant rock club, which yeah. they do a really good job of not showing how big the rock club is also, of like being like really sneaky with like how they shoot the audience and oh, stuff, because yeah. I'm sure that club was not very big. No. Like He's like, it's such an amazing place, and it's just like a crowd in, in like Turner Hall or something. Like what they're doing and how like over the top and weird it is, it's amazing they got so many. For like the end scene, it's crazy how, how many extras they got and how like into it the extras are. Like, yeah. They had, like, the crew in the shot all the time, the camera crew, because it was, like, part of the movie, too. Yeah. They were, it yeah. was filming it for TV, technically, yeah, but right. they used those camera shots. That was smart. It was crazy. So Swan steals Winslow's, uh, like, opera, or, like, his, his like, cantata, his, yeah. his big piece of music, um, and, like, turns it into, like, pop music for the Juicy Fruits, mm-hmm. and then, in uh, and also... Winslow becomes destitute from going crazy, from getting his music stolen. Well, he becomes disfigured. Now he's the Phantom of the Opera. And so it's kind of a mix of Phantom of the Opera and then Faust, which is about a guy selling his soul to the devil because there's, like, devil contract stuff, too, which is, like, kind of making references to, like, the music industry. Selling your songs is, like, selling your soul to the devil they or... do it's dorian gray also at the end when it's yes, like very yeah. literally it like his his soul is encaptured in, in this like recording also yeah. and this videotape there's it's a lot like, of like, if you burn the videotapes for sure for, for stuff in the music industry and it's like definitely not like one-to-one because yeah I, I i don't think there's like a strong thesis other than like maybe like record executives are like scumbags other than that it's more just about having a fun time yeah, I, I mean, the thesis is, like, what Phantom of the Opera is, which is, like, careful what you wish for, and, like, don't hold on to revenge. It's very, like, classic themes, that, but it just does it in such a big way that it's way more entertaining than the usual, like, movies that would normally do this kind of, like, plot and that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, yeah, this movie was amazing. Uh, the end, if we want to jump there quickly, was really affecting him. Oh, did you cry? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you, Scott. Uh huh. I didn't cry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank but you for telling us. The Michael Winslow. <laughs> I'm just gonna call him that for the rest of the thing. Uh, when he's crawling to the camera and his like face is all disfigured, the disfiguration looked like a little cheesy, but yeah, it was really affecting how they shot him crawling towards Phoenix at the end of the movie, and mm. it, it it I don't know, it worked for me. Like I was I was very invested in the character. Like I thought they did a nice job with really not portraying his character as this infallible good guy. He was also, like, a monster killing people and things like that. Like, yeah. the way he kills Beef, who's the singer for the the hard metal band, mm-hmm. uh, is, like, hilarious. I, I believe he throws a neon lightning bolt at him and this oh, yeah. electrocutes him. And then it goes into, like, stop motion. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and he's singing sequence. a note during it, too. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's holding the, the audience, it. Like, they have, they have guitars With that are, axes. like, size, Axe, and they're, like, yeah. pulling these, like, extremely fake-looking arms I love that, though. That was yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. my God. They, like, this pulled is... a full body out of the crowd and then threw it back <laughs> in at one point. Yeah. Which is just, like, pretty funny. No, yeah. it was... I was so in on this movie yeah. the whole time. It's like what... I was I was telling this to Chris, and I was like, this is what I wish Rocky Who's Horror that? was. Oh, my wife. Cool. Thanks, guys. Uh, I wish this was what Rocky Horror was, because I think Rocky Horror is just, like, not big enough. It's, like... It's, like, weirdly just doing the movie it's trying to make fun of, kind of. And this movie is just, like, what if you just make it super fast-paced and as bananas as possible? What if every idea was in the movie? Like, yeah. It was also very ahead of its time. It was panned critically and has since become a cult favorite, but it was not 
Super Bowl received. This is also De Palma's like first big studio movie. What else did he direct? So the big ones are Scarface, Untouchables, Mission Impossible, Blowout. Sisters was one of his like indier movies that he made before Fans uh, of the Paradise, mm-hmm. <laughs> the name of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as just like yeah, other like sort of um, action type things like that that always usually revolve around somehow they revolve around like technical process. I don't know if you notice that with this movie that he's he's clearly got like a thing for depicting how um, func- functions work. I guess is what I mean. Like this movie is very like there's a lot of like record pressing and a lot of like how does music work and how does sound work. Uh, Blowout is also like that. Blowout's a remake of the movie Blow Up, which was the, um, what's the director's name? Michael Antonioni movie with the guy who blows up the big picture and sees, like, a killer in the background of it. They do a similar thing, but with audio, he, like, hears, like, somebody oh, dying. Oh, oh, You know I've what I'm seen, talking I, about. I do know what you're talking Austin about. Austin Powers also is a parody of that movie, sort of, because yeah. he's, like, a photographer, too. Uh, yeah, so his movies always are, like, really, there's a lot about, like, technical stuff in there and yeah. shit like that, but... The nitty gritty. Yeah, he really, yeah. yeah. Which is, it's a nice touch. He picks a job and then, like, learns how you do it and then makes it. It seems like that, yeah. Even, like, Mission Impossible, like, Mission Impossible was so much about the, like, the the job of an espionage. Like, how do you do espionage stuff, Mm -hmm. too? The paperwork. Yeah. (laughs) It's just Tom Cruise. That's hot fuzz. (laughs) Hot fuzz goes over the paperwork. Yes, it does. He's like, this fuzz is so hot. I'm sure there's interesting parts of the paperwork. I don't know. Hot Fuzz makes it interesting, baby. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hey, you do a mata. You zoom in close enough, and you're like pencil, paper, uh-huh. paper clip. That's Edgar Wright. That's Edgar Wright. Yeah, that's <laughs> super Edgar Wright. He's yeah. like, what if we need to see a character leaving his house? I know. <laughs> Handle, toothbrush, door, shoelace. <laughs> Wait, but that's all slow. the little things. Yeah, yeah. The things all people the small don't things. think about. <laughs> God. All right. What's next? Uh, we're talking about the movie more. Okay. I liked it. Good. Skelly, it what was, did you think of the movie? It was good. It was wild uh, for a 74 movie. Mm-hmm. I usually, like, old movies are boring to me. Movies in the year 74, usually not this wild. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, uh, my attention span. It's the size of a tiny little baby, <laughs> and uh, Wait, this one little, It's the size me. of a baby or the size of a baby's attention span? It's the size of a baby. Or are we talking about, like, a baby who's, like, particularly tiny? Yeah, like a prematurely born. He said it was tiny and little. Oh, okay. Tiny little baby. What were we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thanks for that layup. (laughs) The movie. The little alley. It was good. The ending was really quick. Also, Scott's DVD was scratched, and it kept skipping over parts. At least my MacBook thought it was scratched. My CD just skipped. In the upper left-hand corner. Upper left hand corner. Uh, <laughs> upper left hand corner of my MacBook screen kept saying "skipping over damaged bits." Damn. Oh, or part or was whatever. Part of the movie. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. It was. Wow. They yeah. were really ahead of its time. They were like, there will be digital versatile discs in the future. Yeah. We should include this. We feature. should skip these. Anyways, it was still good. It was a fun jaunt of yeah. a movie. The special effects sometimes looked like fondant on shitty cakes that, that you see on cooking shows. Mm. Um, okay. But I like no, the swan's face like at Halloween the end. Halloween wars. Swan's, yeah. Swan's face at the end looked spooky. Yeah. And. Oh, yeah. He yeah. looks like beef. I love the design. <laughs> I don't know why. Like a Wendy's burger. I don't know why it was only an hour and 30 minutes. It should have been two hours, but. 
Whatever, man. I was I'm I was all for that. I think it was <laughs> I think it was good. Yeah, I think it came in. I think it was right good. Yeah. yeah. I think any longer it But it was also just much. it was just stuffed. It was a stuffed crust yeah. pizza. I love the design of the Phantom in this movie too. I think he just looks like a big bird. Oh yeah. He looks yeah, he's yellow, he's got yeah. orange legs. <laughs> he lives on Sesame Street. Yeah. Uh, I had my was this is Scott, it's almost like we were in sync here. Because I said, uh-huh. is that Allison Janney when he first appeared <laughs> on the screen? <laughs> because that actor uh, yeah. looks like Allison Janney. So Janney. let me take credit for that. I initially <laughs> said that. that guy looks yeah. like Allison Janney. William Finley is his name. Ah. He does a good job in this movie. He is great in it. And also, yeah, so the guy who plays Swan, who is that? Paul Williams. Yeah, and he wrote all the songs. Yeah, he wrote all the music. So he acted in it and wrote all the music. He was a composer, yeah. Wowee. And the music's all great. It's super compelling. It's not something I would normally listen to, but I was like, this is really great. Yeah, that Beach Boys song, Ooh Mama. Yeah, it was right up your alley. The syncing in that, lip syncing in that was horrendous, though. It was like, Mm -hmm. I was, the movie... syncing in a lot of it. The movie starts with the Rod Sterling narration... And then this terrible lip sync, and I was just like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? What is happening? And then it's just bananas for the next hour straight of, like, we are not slowing down for anything. And then they slow down a little bit at the end just to be like, he's the devil and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who else? Oh, I think Beef was uh, good. Like he was. No, I loved him. Like I was good he at was... being, like, super, super, super over the top. Very campy. I always love really campy performances personally, but mm-hmm. everybody else doesn't, so. <laughs> no one like, likes it. Yeah. Everybody I'm else the doesn't. only one yeah. who likes people this keep one movies thing. for just me. It's you guys, good, actually. I didn't mean the general audience. Uh, what else? I don't think I have anything else to say besides my rating for the film, guys. I don't know if you guys have anything Did you thoughts. write down your rating? I always write down my rating, Kelly. They're available in our Google Drive documents. I thought you were an improv god. <laughs> here you are, <laughs> writing down well, your ratings. Hang on, with these well-thought-out thoughts, like, there was a reference to Cabinet of Dr. Caligari in this movie? Can I guess what your rating's gonna be? Go for it. Okay, as a spoof... I love it. I love it already. Um, what, are you using whole numbers, or do you... I always do. I never do it with decimals. I always okay. do whole numbers, yeah. As a spoof, uh, 4 out of 10. And as a movie? And as a movie, uh, 9 out of 10. Scott, as a movie, I gave this a 10 out of 10. I legitimately loved this movie. Wow. Uh, and like I said, I do think it'll probably be the best thing we watch as far as like movies go, because we are going to watch a lot of atrocious movies oh, yeah. on this podcast. Uh, yeah, Speaking of yes, next uh, week's next episode, week of, uh, yeah. <laughs> let's save those thoughts, though. I feel like we're going to have a lot more to say about that one. Uh, and a spoof, 6 out of 10. What? I didn't think it was a great... Oh, so you agree that it was a parody of Phantom of the Opera? <laughs> agree. I agree that it was a parody of it. I, like I said, I think the music industry stuff, it does that well. Uh, uh, the funniest part to me is that when you read like the Wikipedia, it says that it's a re- it's a parody of like Dor- Dorian Gray, which doesn't come into the movie until like yeah. the last <laughs> ten minutes of the movie where they're just I mean, like... Then it's like the one thing. The it's one the thing. one thing. Yeah, we just... <laughs> They're like, also, we steal sort of the main part from Dorian Gray. Like, yeah, that's what it should, which yeah, is also like, just Faust. So it's like, yeah. don't even say this. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I think it wasn't. It's not like it's a bad spoof. I just think that like it's not necessarily trying super hard to be that. It was more focused on like, can we make a fun musical mm-hmm. that has like enough? And and honestly, it does a good job. Like the performances are great, and I think the characters are strong. Like I do, I understand everybody's motivation, and it was all great. I don't know. I really yeah. like the movie. As a wait, what did I say your scores were? Nine and a four. Okay, that's what I get. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, projecting. 
I haven't seen Phantom of the Opera, so I don't know there's what a it chandelier. was spoofing, dude. Oh, there's a chandelier? Okay, then <laughs> yeah. four out of ten as a spoof. No, chandelier. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> like uh, eight out of ten as a movie. I was the one who thought it wasn't the best spoof. And I gave it by far the best rating. Marty, your 6 out of 10 is a 1 out of 5 because you don't rate anything below a 6, apparently. Wow. Yeah, you gotta be harsher. You gotta look at the glass half empty sometimes. I'm loving this so much here. Yeah. <laughs> you weirdos. Tune in next week for my review. Uh. That is going to do it for our review of Phantom of the Opera. Oh, Phantom of the Paradise. Oh, rejecting. Oh, oh. oh. stupid. <laughs> uh, Marty. Yes, Scott? <laughs> I have a question for you. Oh, uh, do tell. I think I will. Okay. Here I go. Okay, by all means. Do a song for us. I do. Gentlemen, this week's novelty song is The Super Bowl Shuffle. Wow, so on topic. I love the theme. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so my reasoning for this was uh, when we were figuring out scheduling for this episode, it was it was the kickoff to the NFL season. So my goal was uh-huh. when this episode so comes when we out, said, let's get together and record an episode uh, months ago. Yeah. So yeah. over like the past four weeks, you yeah. couldn't. Just swap it out. No, and then you also I... realize that we have like fucking twenty of these things on deck. Hang on, don't give me a hard time about this, <laughs> Marty. We give you a hard time about everything. Yeah. Oh, well, by all means, keep going then. Uh, so you, <laughs> you didn't have to say your reasoning, and you also knew that this reasoning was like invalid, not going to work. Yeah. Uh, listener, um, go ahead and check out the NFL right now. It's still going on. Yeah, because <laughs> you haven't heard of it. He's right. So, you know. The Super Bowl Shuffle, famously uh, performed by the 1985 Chicago Bears, one of, considered one of the all-time great NFL teams, mostly because they had Walter Payton, considered one of the best running backs of all time, and their defense is considered the greatest defense of all time. And they won a Super Bowl. So they when Chicago wins a world title, they don't shut the fuck up about it until now, they win again. this is true. Just a moment. Yes. Uh, this is a podcast about... <laughs> what? About what, Scott? Scott. We're married this men. This is a podcast for <laughs> nerds. I Let us talk about saying. sports. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm explaining sports. Nerds like sports yeah. too, dude. Look at me. I'm four eyes McGee over here. <laughs> I just think the Weird Al contingency might be uh, tuning out right Hang now. Hang on. The Super Bowl Shuffle totally counts. Have you heard the Super Bowl Shuffle before? No. You're going to today, Sky. Okay. Uh, this song was created as like... So there's conflicting reports online. Oh. I think there's a speeding car in the outside. Or a generator running? Might be the fucking fridge. Oh, okay. We'll keep going. Uh, this song was created, either there's conflicting reports online. Wikipedia claims a super fan came up with this idea for the song. Other things say that this record label had written a song for an Amos and Andy related, like, skit song of some kind mm. called The Kingfish Shuffle. Let me make sure that's the correct name for it. I believe it's The Kingfish Shuffle. Yes, and they tweaked the song because one of the players for the Chicago Bears had talked to the record label owner and wanted to do a song with them or something. There's a lot of lying going on on the internet. Sky, fuck you. I heard a rumor that Logan Paul wrote it. Oh my god, I hate you guys. <laughs> anyway. Marty, give me trivia about it. Before I go into more detail. Oh, there's more deep. Let's play 
a little bit of the Super Bowl show. down the street. Look at me, I move my feet. I just have to blow a bubble, and now I do the Super Bowl Shuffle. That is the style of rap going on in the Super Bowl Shuffle. That is the style of rap going on. Now, gentlemen, would you care to guess what this peaked at on the Billboard Hot 100? I want to talk Ooh. more about how it's called the Super Bowl Shuffle, and it's not even like a dance. Like, they yeah, just they move it. back and forth. Yeah. I, well, they're not dancers. They're, they're fucking Yeah, but they players. keep moving back. I came here to do the, back, the Super Bowl move Shuffle. Frontward, towards the front. Guys, I have more facts, but first, where did this peak on the Billboard Top 100? One. Two. <laughs> well, Scott wins. It peaked <laughs> at number 41, which is mostly Shit. due to how often it was played in and around Chicago. Which yeah, I was, was going to say, all the time. Not, not a lot of Yeah, I feel like it's not that popular appeal. outside of Chicago. The VHS copy of the video, though, nearly defeated Thriller on the sales charts. And this song was nominated for a fucking Grammy, guys. For a Grammy? For a Grammy, yeah, yes. For best what? I think best for, like, performance song or something like that. It was, like, something Well, like... it was a great performance. Very <laughs> yeah. passionate. Yeah, they rocked back and forth and said, yeah. I'm just here to do the Super Bowl shuffle. Looking down the barrel of the camera with a straight face on my face. <laughs> with so, a straight face on my face. They recorded the song, and then that following Sunday, they had their only loss of the season to the Dolphins. They had to fly back from Miami to Chicago to record the video the next Monday they had lost, so most of the recording agency like expected the players not show up. Almost all of them did, except for one who thought it was silly. I have a quote from him later. Uh, and they recorded that all with like the famous players up front doing all their verses and singing and stuff, and then all of the like backups and like the dudes nobody cares about in the background as just like extras, basically. And that was how the Super Bowl shuffle came to be. They of course went on to win the Super Bowl that year, but this was released during the season as just like they they called it. They just called it, yeah. Then they Ruth used to point. Uh, this is one of Scott's favorite sports facts. <laughs> <laughs> and this team, by the way, this team crushed everyone they played after this. They were they were like by far the best team in the NFL yeah. that season. And if you look really closely, they're moving forward and back on the field. <laughs> That's how they won. They just did the Super Bowl shuffle yeah. the whole way down. Yeah. And they're like, we can't touch them. Yeah. The refs never called them out on an illegal formation. Yeah. And every play was. Illegal yeah. shift. Defensive end Richard Dent was quoted as saying, each person's lines fit them pretty good. I don't remember changing much. They captured everyone's personalities, I thought. Mm-hmm. They were all there to do the well, Super Bowl shuffle. Well, most of them shuffle. were not <laughs> trying to cause trouble. Yeah. They're just here to do the Super Bowl shuffle. Super Bowl shovel. Are shovel. we sure that's not what they're saying? Super Ooh, Bowl shovel. They're trying to dig a grave. So I don't know if you guys heard this in the song, but part of the the reason the Bears agreed to do the song in the first place was it was meant as a charity release to give money to like organizations dedicated to so- solving hunger in the Chicago area. Don't know why I couldn't figure out how to say that. Uh, and they did at first. Like a lot of the proceeds did go to charity, and then thirty years later, the owner's wife the owner of the song's wife the guy who owned the record label's wife had like held out of the rights and did not give funds to charity for a long time and eventually the bears sued her for this and Good. didn't get anything out of it basically uh, but, yeah. what charity legal fees what do you mean it was just like general like just it was charity. like hunger it was, yeah it was just like chicago like various chicago charities scott it was yeah. the 80s charities weren't happening <laughs> you just yet. said yeah. charity. charity you just go to shelters you hand it out to people that's how charities worked back mm. then 
And that is the Super Bowl Shuffle, gentlemen. Great. Baby. Wow. Um, wait, where's the, there was another fact you teased. What teased? Oh, uh, the quote. Oh, the quote from the from guy. The guy who, the who wasn't guy, there. Oh, the guy who thought it was oh, shit. I really. I actually didn't have a quote from him. Never mind. I lied. You. Oh, he said I, he did not record the song as he felt it would be too arrogant. Yeah. He was right. Well, he was humble. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He, I, but I he was also, guy. he was like not famous, so who cared? Like. Yeah. Anyway. He's famous for that. Yeah. For that one quote. Wow. Great. Incredible. Yeah. Me? Uh, it's up to you. Sure. Okay. Okay. All right. All Kelly, right. Do you have a novelty product for us this week? I do. That's why I asked Scott me, question mark. <laughs> it's in, it's still boxed. Okay, can I just say something right now? Yeah, go yes. for it. I'm seeing this for the first time. Oh, wow. That's not true. <laughs> Wait, is it something bad? I can't tell what it is. You it's, can't get it can't, out. I can't. Hold on. Kelly's holding a, a thin box. Everyone oh, stop looking at Some me. Some of it fell yeah. on the floor. Describe it like it's um, War of the a Worlds. Bomb? Oh. It's a thin box. <laughs> it's, I can see it now. It's coming towards uh, me. He's I'm pulling something out. I'm going to stab all of you with my coat. <laughs> he's got a knife. <laughs> he literally brought a knife. <laughs> it's not a knife. That, that better have Mickey Mouse's face on it. It's a comb. Oh. It's a switchblade comb. <laughs> you think it was a knife, Ossifer? Yeah. Can I see <laughs> that? I was Can I see that fucking die? <laughs> well, we've got ourselves. It's a. It's a. So it, it looks like a switchblade, but when you press the button, a comb comes out. And I gotta yeah. tell you, it's of good stock. This is a good solid. Is, I'm running great balance. He's running it through. I can't believe you just used it before I got to use it. <laughs> you so can hear gross. it right now. Gross. I'm putting it through my my. Yeah, this light. is an ASMR oh, podcast. Also, guys, I have lice by the way. I don't know if I told you that at all. Ew, <laughs> yucky. Scott, would you like to try it? Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking kill you. Oh shit. Oh, no. ah, I got a comb. It's my a comb. Oh boy! But first, I gotta make sure I look good. Yeah. <laughs> and then I pull out a second oh, do it. <laughs> oh, there we go. Ooh, it does come out quickly. Yeah. Uh-huh. It is good in a pinch. Is it photo day? Boom. Kelly's hair looks very good right now. I guys. wonder. Uh, there's, <laughs> there's got to be a movie uh, where that happens, right? There's a greaser character. I feel like it happens it out. in Greece. <laughs> Is that in? Is I think it does Greece? happen in Greece or Greece huh. too, maybe. So I'm looking up. Here's the thing: Where did that guy? Supposedly, at some point, somebody invented the first Ow. one of these things, right? Invented the first switchblade comb. I think the big problem with this is that you could get it confused with your real switchblade yeah, and scalp and yourself. <laughs> Wait, so you pull it out? And <laughs> <you're sc- Yeah. laughs> I mean, it looks. Yeah, but the angle would be wrong because it's not like you stab your comb into your well, hair. Well, then you're giving yourself Jesus a bad haircut. All right. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Now Marty's talking science. Okay, Adam Savage. Hey, you know what? I had to eat shit for the Super Bowl shuffle, which totally counts. I'm gonna go, I'm coming back with a. No one's saying it doesn't count. count. It doesn't mean we have to like it. That's fair. That's fair. It counts. Thanks, guys. You did a good job. You did a good job. Thank you. You did it. <laughs> That's all I wanted to get. Kelly, you also did a good job. <laughs> Thank you. I can't find, like, a movie. I think The Goonies was the first thing that came up, so I'm guessing that happens in The Goonies. But... Just imagine, like, the first guy to have that, though. The switchblade comb? Yeah. He's just like... <laughs> That's <laughs> it. It's amazing to think that every prank, like, every, like, the hand buzzer, there was the first guy who got yeah. to use it. The fucking... He's just like, hey, shake my hand. Why? Oh, my God! Yeah, peanut brittle can full it's of like snakes. like a shitty... Fucking fake dog shit. Every single prank, there was the first... Because it's 
done after that. Basically. Bucket of water right? on yeah. on the door. Like, once you even see it in a store, it's, it's you're never gonna fall for it. Guy who shoots another guy and says, "I proud you. Yeah, you're dumb. <laughs> Why did you let me shoot? It was a real bullet, you idiot." Yeah. Oh god. I lost <sighs> the box. Oh no, Kelly. Oh, I found it. it. Oh, nice. He's back. Anyways, it's flat. Now. It's a hip hairdo wherever you go. Well. Uh, you reviewed it. You said it was of good stock. <laughs> it was of good yeah, stock. Yeah, there's really not much. There's not even, like, an instruction booklet. <laughs> Why would there be? Hey, push the button yeah. and the comb comes it's out. Well, loaded. what I'm thinking now is take it out in front of a police officer. Oh, yeah. And get shot. Yeah, whip that out at, yeah, yeah. fucking suicide by cop by And then you I'm make a big chunk, chunk of money because all this warns you about is that it's a choking hazard. Yeah. You make a chunk of money? How many people have been shot by cops? Your family <laughs> makes a chunk. They money. still don't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they really don't. Gambling debt. Oh, Buy a switchblade <laughs> comb. Go to the TSA. Okay. <laughs> take it out really fast. Can you replace the comb? You think? If I want a different comb, no, you can't. Do yeah, it. it doesn't look like you can. Because it's a very. It, that's the thing is that I would say like that's Maybe a higher end switchblade combs. <laughs> it's a one size fits all kind of comb situation. I think. Yeah. Whack. All right. That, I think, is going to do it for us this week on Swoosh Goofs and Novelty Songs. What a wonderful episode it was. So much energy in the room, <laughs> good and bad. It's yeah. weird. We haven't seen each other. We haven't recorded an episode pulling the curtain back in, like, over a month at this point. You'd think we'd have more to say to each other. It turns out we don't. Well, I think that's going to do it for us today here at Spoofs, Goofs, and Novelty Songs. You know what? I think that's going to do it for us today here at Spoofs, Goofs, and Novelty Songs. And I just got to say... That's probably going to do it for us today. And listener, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it.